Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle, Elliot Dankabarty, Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at headlines that investors will be paying attention to today. The Fed is in focus. Right. Fed Governor Lael Braidard spoke and markets went into a tizzy. That's right. So investors not liking what they heard. So it was Fed Governor Lael Braidard as well as San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly. So what's worth noting is both of them are typically in the camp of doves and they prefer low interest rates much more than the other Fed members. And this time around, they are in the hawkish camp. So it's a big change of tone coming through from the Fed officials. So this latest round of Fed speak, just pointing to how inflation is very sticky. In fact, one of the quotes coming from Leigh Brenner is around how currently inflation is much too high and is subject to upside risks. So it could even go further from here. So what this means is we could be in for perhaps more aggressive Fed tightening than what is already signaled. So that's something that markets are trying to price in right now and trying to figure out where it goes from here. Yeah, that plus the fact that the Russia-Ukraine situation is still ongoing and every day there's more talk of some kind of uh, sanctions to impose. Mm, So that is also something you've got on the plate for investors to digest. And the latest headlines are around sanctions, possibly coming through another round from the US, the European Union and the G7, all of them coordinating on a fresh round of sanctions on Russia. So what we are hearing is US ban on investment in Russia, an EU ban on coal imports, and of all this around how we are getting reports of war crimes, alleged war crimes um, in Ukraine. And this is just sending a lot of pressure for governments to do more, increasing their penalties on Russian financial institutions, state-owned enterprises, and also specific Russian officials and their family members. So far, we've heard from the EU earlier on Tuesday talking about banning Russian coal, and they are also trying to work on oil sanctions. So the oil part is a bit of a more divided issue because some members are quite dependent on oil from Russia. So there is some pressure for them to do more on that front. Uh, So that's still up for debate. You've got France saying, no, the entire bloc needs to go ahead with sanctions on Russian oil, but some still holding back. So perhaps um, this will be an issue that will continue to be debated on in the coming days. You know, there are also sanctions targeted on vodka as well. Does that upset you? No, 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 it doesn't upset (laughs) me. But I'm thinking that, you know, Russians, they love vodka. Yeah. Maybe it'll finally get through to them. What would get through to them? Like I was sanctioned your vodka and you really get frustrated. Yeah, so that would be a powerful message I indeed, think so. right? I think so. You know? If you come after my alcohol, it's yes. a serious matter. I mean, I'm not trying to make a joke of it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. people suddenly sit up and take notice. It, it does happen. Yeah. It's not like it, wine and things like that. Yeah, because it's an everyday thing correct, for Russians. Correct, you correct. Know, it's not one of those things that you hardly ever see in homes and on the shelves. Yeah. So certainly that would send out a powerful message. Not to compare vodka and oil. Although they're both flammable. Let's let's talk about China. Gosh, I mean, we were just looking, you and I were just looking at images of that lockdown in mm. Shanghai yep. and the frustration that's growing and how uh, a lot of people that have uh, symptomatic or asymptomatic that have tested positive, 
stuck in these quarantine facilities, unlike what we've been through where you can recover from home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it is deepening this lockdown and people on the ground, of course, no doubt being affected by the zero COVID policy. I understand that China's markets reopened today and certainly all of this is going to be putting those markets under pressure, Ryan. Mm, Very put to the test as we see the Chinese markets reopen after two days of Qingming holidays. So this is now waking up to headlines of Shanghai deepening its lockdown. We saw this coming uh, perhaps if we saw COVID-19 cases surging and that was indeed the case. Now we've got cases more than 13,000. So that's the latest daily case update and this up from 8,581 from previous day. So this is really putting pressure on Chinese authorities to really clamp down and what they typically do is to just lock down even more. So we've heard stories about how people are struggling to get by with the daily um, lifestyles, getting food on the table, Mm. supplies or whatever they need. So that has been under stress and a lot of reports about how people are upset with the government. Mm. So Mm. this could be spilled over into markets when they reopen because it also means people having trouble going to work and the Shanghai automotive industry is going to be closely watched to see how much production will be impacted. So that'll be one of the many things um, that could see ripple effects. can't imagine, you know, being... I would be afraid to get tested because if I'm asymptomatic, I'm stuck in a facility. Mm, in spite of the fact that, you know, you are t- testing positive. Yeah. Uh, but then the fact is that a lot of people I know who have been asymptomatic have also been worried that, yeah. you know, you've, you've stuck me here. Am I not going to become symptomatic at yeah. some point? And it's a law, right, that you have yeah. to go and get tested. Otherwise, the police are going to come after you. Well, <laughs> Ooh, complicated. A, a lot of debate, I yeah. think, even yeah. within China about the merits of this approach. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Let's debate about something else. Else, uh, you your favorite a uh, guy Elon Musk yeah, taking things been... to the moon on Twitter. <laughs> it's worth also pointing out that he has a Tesla factory in Shanghai, oh, so yeah. he's going to be yeah. um, watching this very closely. But he's got his hands full because he is joining the board of directors on Twitter. So we kind of <laughs> saw this coming. He might be involved somehow, somewhere. Mm. And after buying at nine point two percent stake earlier in the week, he has now put a foot in the door. To influence more influencers. <laughs> and very important influencers as well. Uh, he's been all about freedom, right? Freedom of speech. Mm. And a lot of analysts saying that he's going to move things in that direction. What's all this talk about the edit button, finally? Yeah, there were a lot of question marks about what he would do after buying such a huge stake. You know, would he buy even more? Would he buy out the company? Would he try to exert his influence. So it turns out he has been invited to the board by the CEO of Paragraal. So he is at least welcome to what he's saying is um, how Elon Musk is going to be a big help to Twitter because he is a passionate believer and intense critic of the service, which is exactly what they believe they need on Twitter and in the boardroom to make them stronger in the long term. So one of the suggestions that has come out is an edit button for your tweets. What do you think about that? Uh, it'd be interesting, you know, because you've got this guy who engages his followers. Uh, so he put, like you mentioned, that do you want an edit button, yes or no? And an hour before the close of that poll, there were more than 4 million votes already. Mm. So Twitter CEO comes out and says, the consequences of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. So it's, 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 it's so crucial, right, when you have that kind of a voice within your company. 
Yeah, there's so much influence. And the good thing about Elon Musk also is that he likes to crowdsource yeah. and he likes to take all those polls. So he'll just justify it by saying, well, the people have spoken. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see Instagram, Facebook. You've got the yes, edit button the going edit on. Button. So yes. LinkedIn is as well. Twitter different. So should there be a difference in how we treat Twitter? I say no, you know. Because mm. when you talk, you cannot take the words back. <laughs> so no edit button. <laughs> huh? To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.